December 6, 2021. It's a lot for Pedro's show. That's, that's, that's a funny thing, man. That's, that's one of the mysteries. And to me, as soon as I put that on in my mouth, I could hear it. I could feel it, you know. So I just stopped. I just went into other things. The reason I asked that was because you recall that was the time you had, around the time you had Eric in and out of the band. Yeah. And uh, there was a whole wave of really hostile criticism. Yeah, I'm and sure this, 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 this was, well, all this was at the same time. So you can see how, how it was. I needed all the strength I could have at that time. And, and maybe some of these things might have caused me to feel that, well, you know, I just, damn, I can't get what I want out of this mouthpiece, so I'll work on it. Do you think then this might have undermined your self-confidence to a degree? It could have. It could have.
Walk for Pedro show. Happy Monday. Started off with John Coltrane talking to Frank Kosky. A little more about that mouthpiece, November 66. Then John Schuler with Thirsty Lawns. Because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I have a board with us. Brother John Schuler, welcome aboard. Hey, thank you so much, Mike Watt. Love absolute, it. Absolute. And we got to give big credit to Brother Stevie Bono for the connect. Oh, yeah. I love Stevie. Yeah. So let's uh, examine your music journey. Please bring your earliest musical recollection memory. I would say it, it's got to be when I was a, a just a little, little kid driving around in the parents' car listening to FM rock radio. And, uh, the, the you know, there's some songs that really stick out. And that's... Uh, you know, things like uh, Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult, Iron Man by Black Sabbath, and We Will Rock You by Queen. I, I think those were, uh, you know, probably my earliest uh, recollections of music. Wow. Uh, in the pad you grew up, was there musical instruments? There were no no musical instruments other than, you know, your standard, uh, you know, dad's gigantic 1970s stereo system. Huge speakers, a turntable, you know, a uh, big amplifier, all of that. That would be the musical instrument of the house, but nothing with strings or anything you blow into or anything like that. Yeah, like when Jeff was assembling all these uh, options on what instrument, right? The fucking little wind-up trip. I guess you play yeah. the radio, you play the stereo, why not? Uh, you know, use your feet for dancing drums, use your voice as a <laughs> horn, and, you know, it's trippy. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. I've had a lot of experimental people on the show in the last year, and a lot of them happen to be the younger sibling. So the older mm -hmm. siblings have the instruments. So that's, you know, I just check it out. We all yeah. come from different places to get to where we are now. What about first record you bought with your own money? Oh, man, that, so there's a, with my own money. Yeah, because uh, when you're a kid, I mean, you ain't yeah. got a lot of money, so it, right, it's going to count. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, so like, I, you know, I definitely had my mom buy me, you know, all kinds of records as I was growing up, you know, buy me this you know, buy me this Kiss record, buy me this ACDC record. But by the time I was, you know, had my own money, uh, I, you know, I, I by that point I was into, uh, you know, I started getting into punk rock. And uh, really, I, I can remember the, the first day, you know, I, I went with my mom to, uh, uh, I would I would just kind of tag along with her to work. She worked across the street from a Tower Records. And I would just go spend all day just looking at looking at things in Tower Records. And uh, the first like uh, my, my first 20 bucks I had on my own, I, I, I chose wisely. I, I went for the punk rock seven inches because you'd get the most songs <laughs> you could get. Uh, so so uh, in the four seven inches, I bought Black Flags, Nervous Breakdown, Dead Kennedys, California Uberalis. Uh, the Meat Puppets in a Car Seven Inch, and then Minute Men's Paranoid Time, uh, because it just about gave you so, SST many, right so many there. songs. SST yeah. right there. Oh yeah, I went. I, I no, got. I got hooked on SST. What I'm time. telling you, or probably you already know this, but the Nervous Breakdown is 001, and Paranoid yeah. Times 002. 
Oh yeah, you got yeah, the first those two were fucking records. But you know, you could have yeah. got a lot even more songs if you would have got the SOA seven inch. Oh, I know. Yeah, songs see, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, they, they didn't have that one, but uh, but they were good. Well, that's like, that Discord, right? Great. Yeah, that was Discord, but yeah. that tower was great with the SST. Uh, yeah, but I'll tell that, you, that... it was funny for a long time, maybe not in your time. And Licorice Pizza did this shit too. They would put punk stuff in the import bin, you know, imported all the oh, way from yeah. Lawndale. <laughs> Yeah, imported from Lawndale. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Like, you know, some kind of ghetto trip. Yeah. You know, marginalized. This is why I've been on such a fucking warp path against genre and stuff. But you're right. Yeah. There was a lot of bang for buck for those records. And tried to yeah. make it that way. When the CDs came out, right? I tried to put as much Minutemen on a CD. Oh, yeah. Not just one title of CD, but yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like those post, the post That's what I'm talking about. Discs are one, crazy. One, two, and you know? three, right? Yep. <laughs> Try to put, cram it all hole. in. You know, why not? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. First gig you saw. Ah, uh, first gig I saw. So when I was 11, uh, uh, it was kind of the gig that changed my life. And, and uh, I was 11, was a total heavy metal kid at the time. And my dad said, I'm taking you to see Ozzy Osbourne. So this would have been uh, 1983. I saw uh, Motley Crue open for Ozzy Osbourne. So it was like height of the early 80s, you know, stadium, heavy metal stadium stuff. And uh, immediately I said, oh, this is this is what I want to do. Uh, I don't think he was too happy about me making that choice. But uh, but I said, this is what I want to do. And then after that, you know, it was, I saw a Deep Purple at a show. And then it was my first uh, underground show I went and saw uh, with my buddy Damon. Uh, we went and saw Soundgarden and St. Vitus. Uh, and, at the time, we were both SST bands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both, yep. And, uh, uh, oh, you know, Butthole Surfers was also on the bill, but, you know, we were like 14, and so my mom had to come pick us up early. <laughs> so we missed something that would have been, you know, stellar. But but seeing Soundgarden and St. Vitus and seeing those guys, you know, just kind of walk around the club was a huge difference from, like, going from a stadium show. It was all of a sudden it was like, oh, these are regular people they're right here you know and uh the energy was amazing you know being right there in front of the music so i kind of consider that my first show whereas ozzy is kind of my first uh i don't know uh stadium concert yeah i i actually think punk movement was reaction against arena rock yeah yeah uh, because and it, I've, there I've was shit it. before that right there was a whole club scene and you know, I helped the Stooges for 125 months, and they told me little labels, garage bands, old thing. It just got rolled over by this Nuremberg rally shit in the 70s. Okay, yeah. what about school? So school, choir, was, the marching band, shit like that. Yeah, none, none of that. I went. Uh, I I got uh, my first guitar. Like I think I was 13. Like right. Like I think it might have been my 13th birthday. And with that. Uh, no like formal training, but I got a guitar teacher. And uh, when I first started to go see the guitar teacher, everything was, you know, I was all heavy metal kid, you know, so I was like bringing in, you know, show me how to play this ACDC track or show me how to play this Black Sabbath song. And then like overnight, I started bringing, uh, uh, bringing tapes of, you know, now I want to learn this Black Flag song and I want to learn, uh, you know, I want to I want to learn this this Dead Kennedys song and and 
I think he was he was kind of thrown you know thrown back like what is this music? He had no idea, uh, but he was a good sport. He played along and showed me uh, basically just just uh, he never showed me anything outside of like your power chords on guitar, but he showed me how to learn music by listening to records and uh, you know how to just kind of you know take a song like Nervous Breakdown and 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 figure out where where your fingers go on the neck and uh how to put it together so uh but no no marching band or any kind of formal music training yeah well you know some schools don't even have programs right that's why flea started yeah. his conservatory in silver lake and i yeah. don't know if you ever pondered this but fucking lexicon devil nervous breakdown same kind of intervals They're just oh, sh- play it Ah, yeah, one of them's go... no, 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 and the other one's da no, 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 no. Ah, yeah. See now, and that was well, and also think... with drum beats and, and a lot of bass guitar. You know, a lot of these motifs. Yeah. For example, you want to write a novel, and mm-hmm. you're not going to invent one fucking word. It still right. could be an original novel. It's all in how fact, you arrange you start, it. In fact, you start inventing words, it gets kind of hard to read. Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> you gave me this electric candy lamp. Let's listen.
rope. Body slam. Fast kick. Strength from 
when love will break the cold. It brings such pain to my heart to know if that is my love. I feel that I should come see to find that all is not lost. Alone together, I love you. And more as you breathe out life Forever bright As love can make you whole Forever bright As she's my only star We both cannot live alone Forever bright Your love will take me far
So that chunk of music started out John Schuler, Electric Candyland. Well, what if the Todd Kahn's Recess Records here in Pedro? He's, he's, he's got uh, Underground Railroad to Candyland. That's one of his. It's trippy. He has all these bands that sound the same, but they got different names. <laughs> SLWCC Watt after that. It's a collab with Sam Lockward and Iowa City. Big Elbow from our cassette EP. It's, you want to know about a lot of songs, this right? Maybe 10-minute cassette EP. It's got 40 songs, okay? Ah, oh, that's yeah, what I'm talking just, about. It's not just the old days. Fud, <laughs> game over. That was Sam Lockwood. Right? He scripted little things for me. And I mean little things, like one line, <laughs> one one word. <laughs> Fud with game over. Arno Corp, Arno Intro, intro Zabla from her new record, Crystals. But you know, Forever Bright. Evil House Party off their new record, Head Held High. Here's a title, fuck. Hemodialysis Stipedialis Campground of the Incubus. From James Twig Harper and Rubber Oak Smith. Finally, John Schuler, Super Density song. So what about the, besides the playing with your guitar teacher, and the mm -hmm. record player. What about the after school? Not graduate, but afternoon. Yeah. Garage yeah, so, band, basement band. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I got... Cellar band, uh, garage band. You, did you do this with buddies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, tell, I mean, what my... About, uh, uh, well, tell me about them. Yeah, did any of them do yeah. gigs? Did, did, did you ever write songs in any? Or it was just for fun yeah, to play so, around? And... It was kind of, kind of a mix of all of that. So... Uh, you know, around, you know, around that, that same time, I was hanging with my good buddy, Damon, and he had a guitar, I had a guitar, I would come home from, uh, you know, my guitar lesson and immediately just go, okay, I'm going to show you how to play this. And uh, so, you know, we, we, we just started like, you know, freshman year of high school, just just jamming and, uh, you know, either playing songs that 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 were by you know our favorite artists or trying to write our own i mean he even constructed a, a cardboard box drum set so we could like try to be our own band 
uh, and, and, you know, we play, we played a ton. We still play, you know, today, uh, we, we still jam together. Um, and then, you know, right after high school started, uh, playing with a band called Gigantum, uh, with a couple of guys that are still really good friends. One guy in that band, I still play music with all the time. And, uh, that was kind of our, our, our kind of, uh, psychedelic grunge punk, uh, heavy metal, uh, prog rock uh, mishmash thing and that was all songs that we wrote uh minus you know we did a i think a country joe and the fish cover uh but uh but it was all yeah songs we wrote and just started playing whatever basement party we could uh whatever did this band uh, have a name uh yeah gigantum, gigantum. Uh, and what was the first gigantum gig you did the first Gigantum gig we did was a was a basement party in Tacoma, Washington, uh, playing with uh, playing with a bunch. We played with a band called My Name, uh, another band called Smelter that that were really great, and uh, it was great because we we didn't know any of the kids there, and and they just loved what we were doing, and it just kind of uh, immediately we felt like oh there's a scene here. This is what it means, you know, what a scene means, you know. It's these these other uh, these other bands and and other friends that we just start playing gigs with those guys. How and, far uh, did you live near Tacoma? Yeah, I lived in uh, Gig Harbor, just okay, right over yeah, the yeah. yeah, right over the bridge. Yeah, all part of the sound, big fucking yeah. And in fact, in fact, listeners, you should realize back in the older days, Tacoma was bigger than Seattle. Oh Actually, yeah, Spokane was bigger than both of them. <laughs> yeah, Spokane's huge. In Tacoma, I just got to bring this up, Mike, because. This is, you know, earlier I talked about, like, uh, man, it was so cool to, you know, see, like, the guys in Soundgarden and St. Vitus just walking around the club. Uh, my buddy Damon and I, uh, we went and saw, and I told you this before, uh, maybe 10 years ago, but we went and saw Firehose on the Haircut Tour in 87, playing it afternoon show wasn't at just Community us. World it, Theater. That, that tour wasn't just yeah. us. It was also Slavly, which had Tom Watson, who's in my Yeah, mission, with Tom Watson, yeah. Mission. Yeah, yeah. And across the and, street from that World Theater was a gas station. This guy had like eight or nine little T-Birds, the old small ones from the 50s. Right, yeah. Do you remember now it's that? A, now it's a Harley shop. Is that right? I mean, yeah. we're talking like late 80s. Right? Yeah, late 80s. And, and what was cool was me and Damon... We, we saw the Firehose van, and we saw you walk out of the club. It was before the show. You walked into the van, and we were like, we should go talk to that guy. Like, that's Mike Watt. We should go talk to him. And, man, you were so cool. You you chatted with us for, like, an hour telling us, you know, all kinds of Minutemen stories and, uh, you know, what, what life as a musician is like. You were telling us to listen to John Coltrane, you know. We were, like, 14-year-old kids, and we were like, man, that that is, you know, it, it just made the whole music thing just so much more real and meaningful. So yeah, I'll tell you yeah. somebody cool in Tacoma, Rick King at guitar maniacs. Oh dude, I love guitar maniacs. The fucking <laughs> le the jazz master Nels Klein plays J Mass has got from Rick King. And then uh -huh. to me, to Nels. Yeah. Trippy. That's oh, man. Or See 59. And, uh, yeah, I did get a, uh, longhorn moss. Um, you know, what are they, Masonite, uh, Dan Electro? Oh, yeah. It, it just folded up on itself. But that's because the way they're made, you know. Yeah, the string tension right. just buckled off. <laughs> it's like encountered it. Okay, okay. So you weren't really on a tour then. You just, it was nearby from Gig Harbor. And, hey, there's this party. 
Because I was yeah. wondering, like, who sets off on a tour for their first gig? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there was no, do, yeah. Some people that was, <laughs> Yeah, we just, yeah, we didn't But we didn't would you consider that. that gig, John, a success? Oh, yeah. Like that they was, didn't that throw was shit success. or what, what happened? What happened? Well, we, we played. Uh, was this just I mean, you? It was, uh, this was a, a whole band. This wasn't just uh, the cardboard yeah. box unit, right? Yeah, this isn't the card. Yeah, this is post cardboard box. We got we got real, you know, drum sets and you know all that stuff. Well, what is it? But, quartet. Uh, it was a uh, it was a five piece okay. at the time. Two guitars. I played guitar at the time. I later switched to bass in that band, uh, and that was where I you know when I started playing playing bass, and then you know since then kind of switching back and forth. Yeah. But uh, it was a five piece. Uh, okay. Two guitars, since you bass, got experience singer, with drums. both those strings instruments, can I ask you an opinion about something? Yeah. Okay. Six string guitar. Uh yeah, six string guitar. Okay. Four string bass. I love four string bass. Is four string bass a four string guitar or and this is my big question to you. Four yeah. string drum set. Ooh. Yeah, this is my Watts understanding as i get further down the road with this it's not I about say, five strings it's not about six string it's about four string drum set yeah really i would say it's somewhere in between it's like a hybrid right <laughs> well look, look, where are all the notes yeah yeah the notes some of them are in the say, toms but come on they're not in the cymbals they're not in the fucking snare right yeah yeah and uh, yeah, it's... I, yeah, it looks like a guitar, and it has strings to get its sounds. Yeah, but I'm telling you, my my experience, and that's why I put that question to you. Everybody's got their own opinion. There's no right or wrong. Remember, it's Watt for Pedro show. Oh yeah, no hard questions, no wrong answers. So, <laughs> how long did this, this band up end up recording? Uh we we did, uh, and it was total, you know, DIY style. We then just why, you know, recorded. Why, John? It, didn't you send me any? Well, that, you know, I got to dig that shit out. Okay, okay. That's good reason. That's good reason. <laughs> I got to dig that music out, but uh, I'll get, I'll get now, you some of that. By the time you guys recorded, had you switched to bass or, or the recordings where yeah. you were on guitar? Okay. Yeah, there's, there's some recordings where I played guitar, but but when we, when we actually well, you sat said you down saw Slovenly. Now they, they, like, yeah, uh, I did like see the, Slovenly. Yeah, but like the first version of Perubu, no one really wanted to rock the bass, so they would switch back and forth. Ah, they, <laughs> no, like I mean at the gig or... and shit. Yeah, Brainiacs yeah. did that too. I seen a couple bands do that where the guys, people would sh switch. And usually it was a guitar and a bass switching. I was right. just reading about yeah, John the, Coltrane uh... and the, uh, Clean Ed Vincent. They threw the fucking alto saxes at each other. Fishbone <laughs> used to have some. Uh, oh uh, yeah, I love it? that Show, showmanship. Where you see right? the horns flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of showbiz, right? Yeah. What they say in vaudeville, work the room. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no more. The only more fucking down-home philosophy music-wise for me is the other four-word thing, uh, the Stooges, right, came to play. We're at the end of the first hour, December 6, 2021 edition. Watt Pedro Show, special guest, John Schuler, old time for hour two. Oh, yeah. December 4, 2021, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
none of your fucking business. Oh, I'm just trying to be friendly. All right. Um, uh, it's called West Palm Beach.
Watch for Pedro Show start off the second hour with Action Friend doing Demon Skull. Springtime after that. Something live called West Palm Beach. And the drummer man in this band is Jim White from uh, Dirty Three. Incredible cat. An incredible drummer man. And really hairy back. No motive after that with Entitled Bogor with Heed and Swing. You're going to have to enlighten me to Bogor. Action friend. I mean, what do you do after school, after high school graduating? Do you go to higher music yeah. education? Well, nah, my, my higher music education. I mean, I, I would. I have all you know, kinds uh, of people on the show, John, and that's why I ask that. Some yeah. people, you know, of course, there's autodidacts, you know, that's where music yeah. blew. I mean, some guys helped us like that teacher helped you, but you ask because it's, it's just trippy. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I just kind of kept playing music, playing guitar, you know, playing with, uh, uh, you know, and, and like you, you mentioned, uh, Bogor or Bogor, we still don't know how to pronounce it yet. Uh, but, but that, that, uh, the guitar, one of the guitarists in that band is the guitarist from Gigantum. So it all, you know, and that's my latest, uh, thing I've been working on. So it's like, you know, full circle, but, uh, but after school, uh, you know, it was kind of through my 20s and 30s, uh, playing in bands, you know, playing shows. Uh, and, and in my early 30s, uh, started recording music and saying, oh, this, you know, I, I'm going to I'm just going to record it and put it out, you know, press up uh, some CDs. But on the on the schooling side, you know, I would just, you know, on occasion uh, find musicians uh, that that I liked and say, uh, hey, can I take some lessons? You know, for uh, when I moved uh, uh, to Los Angeles back uh, in 2006 from uh, living up in Seattle, I got tired of the rain and said, uh, moving down to moving down to L.A. with the with the band The Youngs with with Tim Young, who, you know, and, and Aaron sure. and the stage, I think, at. Uh... It used yeah. to be called Fuzzy Land, then it was Mr. T's Bowl. And now Yeah, Mr. T's Bowl. Now I think it's yeah. it's a bowling alley again in Highland Park. Yeah, yeah. It's a bowl it's like a super hip bowling alley. But yeah, we did that uh uh the Youngs and uh, the Missing from Man Cleveland and, who uh moved yeah, to the Monster Bay Area. Cockrell. Mike yeah, Monster Cockrell. They had Calvin yeah. uh on, on on the fucking drums. Calvin Weston. Yeah, that was beautiful that man. Was fun. One time uh, Minuteman got to play with James Blood Almer. And Calvin Holy Weston shit. was like a teenager, just jumped wow. on drum, George Hurley's drum set without adjusting one fucking thing and just wailed on. Uh, same oh, with man. Blood. Blood didn't even touch D. Boone's dials on his amp, just played. Oh, I love that. Yeah, see, that. yeah, that's some, like, next-level shit, man. Yeah, I, I yeah. love And Amin Ali was on the bass, and I heard a Philly guy, he quit. In fact, Stevie Bono knows about him. He quit music altogether. Uh -huh. It's over. And this guy was incredible. His daddy was Rashid Ali, the drummer man. Last yeah. play uh, record with John Coltrane. Oh, man. But just quit you know, quit playing music altogether, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. You know, some people. Rimbaud, Arthur Rimbaud, right? Wrote, wrote poems only a couple of years. Alvin Jones, he yeah. had the oxygen tanks on the stage. Okay. Some people have to play till. Everyone's different. That's, that's why yeah, I ask these yeah. kind of questions. I'm trying to yeah. get people on board, you know, because they might think there's only a couple ways to do this. There's buttloads. There are oh, buttloads. Yeah. It, it, so, <laughs> exactly. So, so you say that Bogor, Bogor, and share members Bogor, with Bogor. Giganum. Yeah. So it, it has. Yeah, so, to, so he must have moved down here also, or do you trade files uh, over no. the internet? 
Yeah, so so that record, uh, the 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 Bogor, Bogor, whatever we're going to call it, that record, uh, we is is actually that band for the most part is the same band as the Master Musicians of Bukaki, which I uh, sent you a track we're by. We're going to hear it at so, the beginning of the third hour. All right, yeah. I didn't know uh, so the chronology, uh, John, yeah. so I just I kind of put them in an order of how long they were. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to do it. I like I like uh, you know that that kind of context. I just, so. You know, I did because I didn't know you know the exact uh, what band came before what band. You can kind of tell yeah. because you, you, the style uh, style in uh, the techniques you can tell, but you, you never know. And my pop, yeah. he said that word was not spelled that way by accident. He thought the most magic word in the English language was assume. Because when you Ooh, assume, yeah. you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. Well, uh, and gave, that he, saying. He gave me uh, the Youngs. <laughs> Speaking of the Youngs, what a great Segui. Let's yeah. listen.
Watt for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started with the Youngs. Nathosomia. Then yeah. My Daddy Ate My Eyes with G is for Gallifrey, which I think is the, where the Time Lords are from and Doctor Who or some shit. Clang Quartet, Scotty Irvin, live at the International Noise Conference, February 6, 2020, Part 2 of 2. Finally, Earth with Railroad, The Felon Wind. You played with the Earth guys. Yeah, yeah, played uh, that. That was uh, kind of a an extension off of the the Master Musicians of Bukaki thing. Um, I had recorded a record and said, "Well, I guess I need to do a record release show." I think that's what what you're supposed to do. And so we we uh, put the Master Musicians of Bukaki together, and then I said, "Well, I heard this guy." Dylan Carlson from Earth is playing music again. He had been kind of off the radar right. uh, for for a number of years. And a friend of mine said, well, he works at a, a picture frame shop downtown Seattle. And I said, well, I used to do picture framing. I'm just going to walk in and just see uh, see if I can you know, find Dylan and see if he wants to play a show. And uh, so he super friendly guy was just super excited i mean i i loved uh you know just still in my top 10 albums of all time is uh uh the earth 2 special low frequency album yeah. and uh it just said hey do you i heard you're playing again do you want to do a show and he just said yeah i'll play a show uh so he, the, the first earth show after his hiatus was with us uh, at this place called the Rebar in Seattle, and kind of struck up a you know a bit of a friendship, and he started working on making the the first Earth album after the hiatus, and just said, "Hey, do you want to play some bass on it?" And I said, "Indeed, <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, absolutely." You weren't so, here for that. They, they, I wasn't in town, but they played Pedro. Did they? Was that just that was like last week, right? I don't know when it was. The Browery, uh, this uh, old warehouse converted over to a, a brewery. <laughs> okay. Long Beach people, yeah. It's a small world. Okay. Look, about that gig with the fucking monster cock, right? That, do you recall them? Those oh, yeah. Cleveland yeah, guys remember... rented a car, and what happened was and it was a hatchback, and they didn't have that base cabinet all the way in it. When they fucking sl- closed that hatchback, yeah, like the Gezzo window, throwing elbow. Window yeah, <laughs> that's right. It got knocked right out. I mean, it's not funny. I'm, I'm very sad for him. Uh, and it was a freezing ride. They had to go back up. I was fucked up. Oh, man. But that's really Dude, bitching but... if you help get a man back making yeah, music again. You know, it was, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, man, this guy is a, a musical hero to me. And I know he's gone through, you know, a lot of shit, you know, with, with, you know, drugs and, and the, the Kurt Cobain thing and, you know, it's all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I heard he was playing, I was like, okay, I got to find this guy. Cause you know, I don't, I don't know what he's up to. You know, I don't, I don't want him to just kind of slip away back into, into nothing. So, you know, or, or just not playing music or, or whatever. So it was, uh, you know, it was, it was, it, it meant a lot. And he, you know, I, I love, I love that it, that they're still going and just going strong. Is Young still going? They they kind of are. You know, it's it's weird because uh, so so I you know all of us we moved from Seattle down to L.A. 15, 16 years ago. All moved into the same house. Uh, they had a kid. Uh, Tim and Aaron had a kid, Levon, about a little over seven years. Well, seven, so seven years ago. Uh, 
but uh, we we kept playing all the way up until you know like Aaron Aaron was pregnant and uh, shortly before uh, Levon was born they kind of narrowed the band back down to a two piece for a while which they which was how they started and Tim uh, would play the bass pedals with his foot you know like uh, uh, so he'd play bass with his feet and guitar you know and it makes for a really fun show and Aaron's playing drums and and samples and singing and uh, but uh, Tim, you know, he's on uh, he's playing guitar on the Late Late Show with uh, James Corden now. Uh, Aaron put out a, a solo album last year that's amazing. Uh, so they're still but, making music, know, just not as much as oh, the yeah. Guys. OK, yeah, not that's as much you know, because they the can fucking band. play their asses off. And I was just curious. Oh, yeah. Look, we're exactly. at the end of I mean, the they're... second hour, December 6, 2021. This Watt Pedro's special guest, John Schuler. Hold tight for hour three. December 6, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
you know, that big, there was a big hit of, uh, in the 60s, right? Uh, I think it's called I, I Look at the Stars So the Tears Won't Fall Down My Face or something. And for the U.S. market, oh, no, let's call it Sukiyaki. You know, all right. Ah. That cat, he, he was killed in a 747 crash or something. But his cousin was Karu Abe, the avant-garde sax man. Oh, wow. Music is music. That's why I had to laugh yeah. when you were naming off all those genres, what kind of kid you were, all those different <laughs> things, all those, all those, all that burden, all that weight of those things oh, right? on your neck. Uh, it was, it was great when I could get, when I could let that go and go, ah, oh, it's all music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, shit, hold on. Uh, we start off the third hour with Axis of Evil from Master Musicians of Bukaki. Having a lot of fun about with that stuff, people off air, but you don't get privileged. This gentle heart, like shot birds falling from the Silver Mount Zion Memorial Orchestra and Tralala Band, and Scotch Rolex featuring Lord Spikeheart Sniper. This is Brother Shige, lives in Berlin, but he traveled to Uganda to make some uh, collabs with some musicians there. And finally, Nostromo with Flag. Nostromo. Is this Nostromo. your Italian band? Uh, I guess, you know, in, in some ways. That that was uh, uh, Nostromo is uh, Tim Young on guitar, a uh, guy named Scrote on guitar, and uh, I played bass on that, and then uh, Dylan Ryan on drums. I don't know if you know Dylan Ryan, but he's a great, great drummer, cool guy. Uh, and that was just something where we just said, hey, let's make a record and let's just do it in a day. And, uh, and so we so we did that twice. <laughs> we made the the first half of it in one day, the second half in another day, uh, and then you know just would uh, not pre- uh, not uh, prepared material, improvised, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We would just kind of uh, you know it was e- it would either be improvised or we'd say, hey, here's the first riff. Okay, everybody know the first riff. All right, now let's do the next riff. Okay, this is what it is. So they were they were quickly composed if composed. Okay. And uh, the Master Musicians of Bukaki. Yeah, so Master Musicians of Bukaki, that that was a, a, a band that started, uh, I want to say around 2002. And it was really, in a lot of ways, it was, it was a band, but it was also a gang. <laughs> you know, like, not a gang as in like, hey, we're going to go. Uh, no, did you, uh, did you read Jack yeah. uh, Grissom's book, you know, uh, the TSOL oh, yeah, singer man? TSOL. Okay, before they, they were banned, right, TSOL, they were something called Vicious Circle. And it was, I think they ended up maybe doing some music, but mainly it was for fighting right. and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were more, we weren't so much on the fighting as much as just uh, goofing off and, and just fucking around, you know, like, uh, uh, we there, uh, Trey Spruance uh, told us once, he said, uh, uh, it's like half of you guys are, are really serious and then the other half are totally fucking around and then i i was basically like no we're just really serious about fucking around and uh so so that that band was had a really loose uh membership there was maybe six of us you know that that were always there but uh we would do a lot of collaboration with uh like like uh some of the guys from sun city girls uh, like Alan Bishop and Rick Bishop and Charlie Gaucher. Oh, well, uh, we lost one of them. Yeah, we lost Charlie. Yeah, wow. and uh, 
but yeah, those guys, you know, Sun City Girls were like total mentors to us. You know, we, we basically were just like, we want to be like those guys when we grow up. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were already grown up so that it was just more, you know, just kind of make believe fun. And, uh, you know, that band was all about uh, really trying to create you know, like if we could imagine what uh, an ethnic music or a regional music would sound like from a country that does not exist on the face of the earth, what would it sound like? So it was all just kind of a uh, lot of improv, a lot of make believe, but with a uh, with a vision, you know, like we want this to sound like if you uh, stumbled upon some ancient ritual <laughs> that you probably shouldn't stumble upon that kind of thing. There's a fake country in one of those Marx Brother movies, Fredonia. Ah, and there's a fucking yeah, like so, and there's a song like an anthem, and they 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 sing what's duck horse feathers or duck soup. Oh or man, I'm gonna shit. go look it's that one, up. It's one of the Animal Crackers, some one one of these uh, movies in the '30s where there's a, I think the boss is Groucho and Fredonia. Yeah. Fred- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. That. See that—that that was our approach. Was like, you know, let's, uh, you know, I I love listening to you know some Turkish rock music or some uh, some gamelan music or something like that. But you know, none of us were trained in any of that, so we're like, well, let's just make up our own. <laughs> you know, what would it sound like? And uh, it, it made made for a lot of fun. And then and then with that name, that you know, just made us uh, a little notorious. Well, you know. Uh... <laughs> Sly Stone said, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. You know, the Boris guys yeah. with the bell bottoms, you know. I remember asking at Suicide, you know, what, what, you know, what, what is this? <laughs> you know, yeah. everything uh, here is important. I said, oh, okay. Yep. okay. Look, here's another project. ASVA. Is it m- yes. might be in a fucking acronym, right? Let's listen. Well...
for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Off air, I was enlightened to the fact this is not an acronym, and we'll know the eternal truth as soon as I get done telling you these three song titles. By the well of living and seeing, asthma, although I don't know this word. And then just joy, I think that's pronoun, family name. This is the string. And then we're back to the ongoing, actually, the most recent, up-to-date, con- uh, ongoing concern, John Schuler, Bogor, or Bogor, or whatever they want to call it. <laughs> They're not even <laughs> sure, right? I mean, yeah. where'd the fucking name come from? So that, uh, so, so that project, we were, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, all, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Davis, a uh, guitarist in Gigantum and, and, and master musicians of Bukaki. And yeah, I've played with that guy forever. He's, he's, you know, one of my brothers, uh, he, at the beginning of the pandemic, he said, you know what, we're going to make a record. Uh, and, uh, and so we just did it completely remotely. Uh, all of my guitar tracks recorded in my bedroom here in, in, in Los Angeles, Jim's guitar tracks recorded in Seattle, Brad's vocals recorded in Seattle, and then Don uh, McGreevy's drums all recorded, uh, some of them even just on his cell phone uh, in uh, Buffalo, New York. And, uh, and then we, we put it all together and mixed it. Uh, now we're trying to figure out what to do with it. The, the band name, we were just doing that stupid uh, back and forth. Ah, we should call it this. We should call it that. And uh, Don McGreevy uh, in the band just kept saying, what about bog or and you know like the or in a bog and all of us just kept going what why do you keep going on with this bog or thing bog, you know bog and, is a slang in england for the head ah okay you so that? See, now now we can, they call it the loo or or, or wc yeah, they have strange I words. Go hit, all this euphemism shit right the washroom yeah. well one of them is bog <laughs> and that's probably more accurate than fucking washroom or bathroom yeah, right? yeah, the, it's a very fucking, tiny little white bathtub right now, hip us to, John, hip, hip us to Asva. Yeah, so Asva was something, uh, uh, again, a lot, of the, a lot of the same musicians, you know, pl- playing in different bands again. Uh, Asva uh, was a band with uh, a guy named Stuart Dahlquist who played in Sun, and he played in Burning Witch, and uh, a band called The Hungry Crocodiles for a while out of Seattle. Uh and then uh, Brad Mallon, uh, who was a singer for a band called Sweaty Nipples way back in the day. Yeah, and then he played in the – yeah, he played in The Accused and uh, 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 now he's in Cryptic Slaughter. Great. And, and he sings in Bogor, but he played drums in Asva. And then uh, Trey Spruance from uh, Mr. Bungle and Secret Chiefs on guitar. I played guitar. Did Troy Swanson on – What's that? Does he wear the hood? Not in that. In okay. that band, he wore a Civil in Secret Chiefs, he wears a little fucking pointy hood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got I mean, his little I'm people, yeah. it ain't a Klansman hood. <laughs> no, no. No, it's no, not he's that. Definitely, it's not that. He's, he's definitely black magic. He's not, um, yeah, he's not into that shit. But yeah, it, is a would, funny, it is a funny outfit. So that, that costume would, in, is specific. And the man can play. All those cats oh, in that yeah. fucking band. Trevor Dunn, what a fucking bass man. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, you just, know, we're almost out of time here, so yep. is there a place people can find you on the internet? They can. Uh, it's pretty, uh, basically, I'm just on Instagram, and that's about it. Okay, but they can, you're a uh, corporate to, website. Okay. Yeah, no corporate website. Not yet, man. No, you uh, are on one. Am I? <laughs> yeah, they belong no, to no, fake No, look. that is my, yeah, you're right. That is my. But anyway, corporate. that's okay. That's okay. So look for him. John Schuler, S-C-H-U-L-L-E-R, people. Big yep. honor to have you aboard. When you get your bog gore all finished and stuff, 
let's have everybody on a conference Skype call yes. using corporate Skype VoIP stuff to share your musical journeys with what? Hell yeah. Okay, thank you, John. Keep thank on, you, keep it on, brother. All right. People, it's been December 6, 2021, and just walk Peter's keep your powder dry.